Trade Center Winnipeg podcast for BDC Small Business Week with your host, Mariette Muller. Bonjour, I'm Mariette Muller, President and CEO of the World Trade Center Winnipeg. In this second episode of our BDC Small Business Week podcast, it's all about innovation. And I'm pleased to welcome my guest co-host. She is the co-chair of World Trade Center Winnipeg, as well as president of Manrex Limited, a company dedicated to preventing medical errors. Accueillons Fiona Webster-Mourin. Bonjour, Fiona. Bonjour. Now, Fiona, innovation is one of the three themes of the Small Business Week. For you, what does what in innovation inspire in you? Well, I'm a bit of a process person, so innovation excites me because it means creativity, thinking outside the box to drive new ideas and concepts that also mean efficiencies, improvements, and growth. So it's just, it re- the whole concept excites me. <laughs> well, it's great because our guests today are a perfect fit to discuss innovation. Danielle Badiou and Katrina Jean Laflamme are the co-founders of UCO Robotics. It's a Manitoba-based company that is revolutionizing livestock farming. It's not surprising that in their first five years, UCO has already won several awards for innovation. Danielle designed, developed, and implemented an all-in-one robotic chicken coop. He tested it on his own farm to better understand the needs of livestock farmers and adapt his future machines. Yes, in fact, Daniel grew up on a dairy farm. And at a young age, he was fascinated by the mechanical workings of farm machinery. He was already looking for solutions to problems and designing his own multi-purpose machines long before he met Katrina, while they both studied engineering at École Polytechnique de Montréal. Danielle and Katrina launched UCO Robotics in September 2016 with the goal of using technology to transform the traditional barn, making pasture-based farming more accessible. So, Danielle and Katrina... We immediately thought of you, of, of UCO Robotics, for the innovation episode. Now, I'm going to ask you the question. What does the theme innovation mean for you? Uh, thanks for having us, Mariette. Uh, so innovation for us, it's all about problem solving. I mean, we, we do that every day here at UCO. Uh, and we do that by trial and error to figure out what, how or how to solve these issues. Um, you know, the barn that we've done is has multiple different systems uh, built on it, and we have to tackle one problem at a time when raising uh, small livestock on pasture. It's not an easy thing. There's always issues, and we've been, you know, doing trial and errors for many years, and and that's what all innovation is all about. It resembles what Fiona said about uh, processes, right? Trial and errors and putting processes in place for sure. So sometimes when we think that innovation, especially robotics, happens in laboratories, But in your case, it's literally a grassroots effort. So farmers have always needed to be innovative, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and the thing about that is that, you know, farmers do very often repetitive tasks, doing the same thing over and over. You know, if it's opening a gate or um, there's multiple different things. And farmers have time to think of different things on how to solve it on their farm. A lot of the times farmers will come up with an idea and then they'll implement it on their farm but it doesn't really get out of the farm. It's more for themselves. It's for, it's for the family farm most of the time. Um, what's even trickier is to bring into commercialization, to be able to 
sell the product out there and have other farmers use it. You know, that's where we come in because we thought, well, let's instead of just keeping it for ourselves, let's put it out there so other people can benefit from it. So how, how then did it happen for Uco Robotics? How, how did you move into this concept? Similar to what you guys were saying at the beginning, uh, I'm I'm an inventor as a kid. I always love to tinker things, you know, and one of the summers going back and forth from Polytechnique, um, one of the projects was to raise birds on pasture. Um, I wanted to be able to move them on pasture. I looked online. I saw how people did it. It was kind of a wheelbarrow style where they would move it manually. But I'm like, you know what? It might be fun for one summer, but I'm not going to do this for five to 10 years, right? So let's try to automate it so it's much easier. So that's how it all started. Start working. My dad saw that same weekend, built the concept. And as they say, the rest was history. We've developed new systems uh, every year and and really perfected uh, the machine. It certainly sounds like problem solving has come very naturally to you. Yeah, well, absolutely. And there's always issues when you start off with something that's, you know, brand new to the market. There could be electrical problems, mechanical issues. Um, and, and it's just tackling one of these little problems at a time and solving them. Yeah, it, it's a lot of whiteboard sessions, in other words. <laughs> yeah, problem solving. And you mentioned trial and error. Um, what kinds of pitfalls uh, did you encounter, for example? Uh, one of the main ones, um, so initially when we started building the barns, we uh, started with building them as one piece. Uh, and because of that, when we wanted to move it from farm to farm, it was extremely difficult. We needed permits to move it on the highway with trailers. Um, even assembly was tricky. We we needed always auxiliary equipment, like for example, tractors to put the larger pieces together and bolting them together. Um, so it wasn't really feasible to be able to, to ship these out in that certain way. So from there, we, you know, we, we did an install close to Winnipeg. It was a pretty good example. And we needed to borrow the, the neighbor's tractor to put it together. It just was not very practical. Um, so went back to the drawing board, rebuilt and redesigned the whole system. So it's modular. So two people can assemble it in six hours without any auxiliary equipment. And that's just the game changer right there. And that was probably the main one. And once we figured that out, uh, things went much better for us. So was there a eureka moment for you? Or did you know right from the beginning that this was a truly innovative product, that it was it was something that had to go forward? Well, you know, the concept worked really well from the beginning. You know, moving these animals, um, either pigs, chickens, turkeys, layers on pasture, they're super happy. You know, you move them, they graze. Um, the piece of equipment wasn't perfected right from the beginning, so it took a few years to, to get it to the point to where it is today. Um, but really, the modularity, when that modularity piece came into play and we were easily be able to put it together, everything fit. It was just pins. You know, you didn't need a bunch of tools and loose bolts in the grass. You know, that's just, it wasn't a very fun experience. So from that, we learned, yeah, pins, it's easy to put together. And once we had that modularity figured out, that was probably the, the eureka moment for us. On today's World Trade Center Winnipeg podcast, Mariette Muller and guest co-host Fiona Webster-Mourin are talking innovation with the co-founders of UCO Robotics, a Manitoba company that is revolutionizing livestock farming through the use of technology. Katrina, innovation is often synonymous with disruption. What was the reaction in the market when you started approaching farmers? So the first time we show our machine was at iDays in 2017. Uh, people usually told us, 
that the technology was too good to be true, as we say. <laughs> so I think people were pretty excited that uh, we had a technology that can help them in the, in their everyday life because we know that uh, raising um, poultry on pasture is a lot of work and you need to be there every day. So having a system that can help farmers for their everyday chores, it's a game changer for them. So yeah, and, and a lot of people say it's too good to be true just because we packed a lot of different things all in the same unit. You know, we wanted an all-in-one solution where, you know, you don't need any other buildings to help you raise pastured poultry or pigs on pasture. It would be all in one building um, and it's really kit-based. So if ever you wanted to add something else, let's say you want to transition from uh, broilers to layers, it would just be a simple attachment you would put in the barn. And it would allow you to accommodate for that type of livestock. Katrina used the word uh, game changer. It's pretty synonymous to, uh, to innovation, too. Uh, and you mentioned, so where was the first trade show you, you uh, went to in 2017? It was Ag Days in Brandon in Manitoba. Okay, wow. So, and now you're looking at North America, you're present in other markets. Can you talk a little bit about that? And have, has it been successful? How's, it, how's that going? So right now we have uh, two Rova barns in Canada, so in East Side in Ontario and one in Manitoba. And in the future months, we will have three machines in the U.S., so we enter the U.S. market. So it's pretty uh, exciting for us. <laughs> Has there been any difficulties there with entering that market in the U.S.A.? Has there been a big difference for you? Uh, the farmers over there, comparing to the Canadian one, can raise uh, year-long. So here in Canada, we have snow, so the season is way smaller than the 12 month in the U.S. So in a sense, the return on investment with those farmers in the U.S., uh, I think it may be easier for us to go in the United States, even southern United States, than in Canada. Uh, there's different problems for sure and different opportunity in both both countries. Going on to what Katrina is saying, it, it also brings a lot of opportunity. I mean, over there, um, since pasture poultry is more popular than here in Canada, you know, farmers have less problems selling the pastured meat afterwards. Um, but it also brings other problems like Katrina is saying. For example, when it's too hot, we have to in, add in auxiliary equipment to keep the livestock cool when it gets super hot. So we have like a misting system that is specifically designed for the southern climates. They also use the barn's uh, regeneration as a service. So essentially, um, the way they want to do it is the farmers, you know, rent out the barn in a sense that they will graze livestock on your property and regenerate it using the robot barns. They don't have to manually move things around. The barn does everything by itself. So it's a really game changer for that whole industry. So do you think that being a farmer yourself contributes to the success of your business? Oh, absolutely. You know, you when you raise livestock yourself, you know, we make the point of raising livestock, you know, chicken, pigs, turkeys, layers with our barns on our farm. Um, it really gives us a sense of what works and what doesn't. And, and yeah, you know, when farmers talk, us, talk to us about certain pain points they have, we understand. We, we are in their shoes. We're small farmers like themselves. We're trying to make a living off it. Um, and so, yeah, it definitely contributes just because we speak the same language that the farmers do. And so you work closely with your customers to tailor your products to their needs. Would you say that this approach contributes to the company's innovative spirit? Uh, absolutely. And especially at the beginning, we're a very small company. We're young. 
Um, we have lots to learn yet. And those first units that are out there with our clients, we, you know, we were in direct contact with them all the time to see what improvements or fixes that we should incorporate in the next units or even on theirs. Um, but there's a lot of technology on our units, so it's easy to uh, modify them um, at a distance with over-the-air updates. So if ever they want a certain feature added in just for themselves, we can easily do that. Um, and that's really the beauty of having a technology in a barn. And if I can add, every farm's is different. Ours is different and theirs is different. So working with them closely can help us in the future too. So we, as he says, we can add some feature that can help them more than what we had on a farm. So having those barn everywhere and having the chance to add some feature remotely, it's really uh, helping us too and the farmers. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the modularity, since everything is smaller components, it's easy to ship a replacement component to the farmer. You know, our barns have to work 24-7. They're raising livestock. You know, it's not something that can just go offline for a week. So it, it really does help. We, we tried the best to test all the different systems here on the farm over the past five years, but there's for sure things that we've missed over the years. Um, but yeah, the, working closely with our, our customers uh, really helped developing that to the next level. So, so speaking of working closely with your customers, I guess you're getting some insights of what their needs are going to be and what's happening in the industry. Can you talk a little bit about your vision as it relates to what's going on in the industry and, and even more specifically about your company? What kind of, where does Eco Robotic want to be in five years, 10 years? Yeah, so, you know, during the whole pandemic, um, you know, anything raised on a farm or a local farm became much more popular. And the other thing that became more popular is regenerative agriculture, where um, what we're trying to do is do biomimicry of what nature really wanted uh, or what was doing in the past. Right. So it's essentially moving herds of livestock on different types of land and then regenerating by the pecking and the, the stomping of the feet, you know, on a certain grass or whatever. And so that's really where we want to do. So the Robo Barn is that critical piece in there where um, we are the ones that are moving the flock or the herd of livestock automatically on pasture. So we're really trying to mimic what nature wants us to do. Um, so, for example, putting a cover crop on the ground so it's always greened and running animals on it. It gives you a good result after where you don't necessarily have to rely on uh, synthetic fertilizers as much. And so where do we fit in all that is the whole automation piece. You know, we started with what we thought was the most complicated, which is the smaller livestock. So, you know, a temperature controlled barn that moves slowly every day on pasture is not an easy thing. Now, where do we want to go next? Well, we want to integrate larger livestock to be able to give you that full rotation. Ideally, in a regenerative process, what you want to do is not just run one type of livestock, but run multiple types of livestock in a certain sequence. Um, and that's super beneficial for the soil and the livestock that way. So making an ecosystem of rotation uh, with pasturing animals. So that's where I think Ucrobotics can uh, place itself in the future. And that's where we want to go. Yep. Wow, that, that's, that's really exciting. And it's fun to hear it because, as you know, Manitoba has put protein as one of uh, its... Um, sectors that they really want to promote and it's there's plant protein there's animal protein and it's it, when you're talking about regenerating the farm it's so important we're talking more and more about it because we need to and it, it, we're in a, in a situation where we're way more conscious of climate change and the effects of that 
and everybody trying to do your part. You're absolutely doing your part. That's for sure. It's great to hear. So I'm I'm really thanking you for, for participating today. As you know, we're, we've got the Small Business Week and one of the themes is innovation, but another one is also sustainability. And, and I really feel as if you're looking at that too. Would you want to talk a little bit about your insights? What do you see about your farm as it relates to its role in sustainability? Yeah, so sustainability for sure. It's it's pretty much all we do out here. Is it's it's the core of our business. You know, our barns work solar powered. We rely barely on the the grid for electricity because of the solar panels. Um, and yeah, soil health is is a big thing in in what we do. Um, I guess what we could also um, get better at is the process of how we manufacture our systems. If we can become carbon neutral in that process, that's where we kind of want to be in the whole sustainability side. I manure concentration, because our machine moves every day too, so we, you don't have too much manure on one patch of land. So that's where you can put a different concentration of manure depending of your problem on your farm. So depending of uh, what kind of uh, nutrient you want to put in your soils. So our machine uh, moves every day. So uh, manure concentration is one big thing too, is because uh, depending on the farm, they can add more or less manure on their soils. So depending on their problem on their farm. So I think this is another solution uh, for uh, sustainability with the uh, Uko Robotics. Yeah. I love hearing all those things because you're not looking at just one area, but you're looking at the whole process, like A to Z. And, and yeah. where where are you going to go um, and make a difference, right? So uh, I love this. So, so thank you so much for, for sharing your story. Uh, we had uh, Katrina Jean Laflamme and uh, Daniel Badiou with us today. Um, love hearing those stories because you really touch not only on the themes of the, of the BDC Small Business Week for 2021, but... The, the issues that are really being talked about and how can we move these this agenda forward, whether it's innovation or sustainability, you guys have it covered. So bravo and thank you very much for being with thank us you. today. Thanks for having us. Yes, your story is really exciting to hear and we wish UCO Robotics a long life and we look forward to seeing all your innovations and we wish you and Katrina all the best. Thank, thank you. you so much. And thank you, uh, Fiona, for joining me today as my co-host speaking with uh, Katrina uh, Jean Laflamme and Daniel Badiou from Uco Robotics. So thank you, Fiona. And to all the listeners, thank you so much for being part of this innovative, very inspiring uh, podcast today. Merci. listening to the World Trade Center Winnipeg's podcast for BDC Small Business Week, a Phoenix Media production in collaboration with the World Trade Center Winnipeg. You can listen to our podcast anywhere, anytime. Look for it wherever you find your favorite podcasts.